Ni hao. Привет. You're listening to the All in Translation podcast with Antonio Fortuna and myself, Lauren Logan. So in our last episode, we both shared some of our interests and things that really drive and motivate us to learn and appreciate new languages and cultures. And one thing I talked about was my experience working as a gymnastics coach and how I sometimes noticed a few of my students who were Hispanic would come in with their parents and attempt to communicate with people at the front desk, whether they needed to ask a question or anything else. And some of the parents, I sometimes would see that they had trouble with this because they didn't speak much English. And I remember wishing that I had more knowledge and practice with Spanish to step in and be able to offer help in these situations. But after that episode, I remember that I had used the word Hispanic to describe these students and parents. Within the last year, the term Latinx has become more of a buzzword to identify Latinas and Latinos and that the term Hispanic is actually now somewhat offensive to some. So Antonio, I wanted to ask your take on this new buzzword Latinx, since you're Puerto Rican and you bring a unique perspective. Um, I think like, I think it's weird. I think that, and I'm not, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that like, like Central American and maybe South Americans might might not identify with Latino. Hmm. Uh, maybe the newer, like maybe, like you said, like because of like the, because of the internet, you know, because of social media, because of like that, that that's a culture in itself, right? Like mm -hmm. that's like, it's a new culture, like for, for whether it's, uh, I want to say, not so like maybe some millennials uh but definitely like gen z's and stuff like that like mm -hmm. gen x like that's definitely probably gonna be like a, a blanket term for all like what would have been hispanic latino or latina or, mm -hmm. uh, you know i think that latin latin x yeah that's definitely probably the the term right right now right um so but the older generation, you're never going to hear them saying that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I, it's hard. Like I, I, I would say it just to, to, you know, it, de it depends who I was talking to. You know what I mean? Like it depends who I'm talking to. Like, mm -hmm. um, okay. it's just, uh, it's hard to get it in my mouth. Not cause I'm like, not because I'm like that stupid. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, Although when I first heard it, I was like, what is that? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like I'm a, like, Latino robot. Like, um, I just felt weird, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, because that's, like, so foreign. Too. And some, and some, and some, and some Lat Latina women are, 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 get really offended by it. Because it kind of, like, takes away who they are. Hmm. Yeah, it's like, like to be Latina is like, oh man, that's like, it has its own like, that's like, like, yeah, it's like when you say Latina, like, 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 like if, uh, like if you got into an argument, like with a, like, uh, like, you know, a woman, mm -hmm. right, that is, that is like she's a latina she'll tell you she'll make sure you know that she's latina 
Mm-hmm. Um, like, you're not going to talk to her like you're going to talk to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> like, I'm Latina. Like, soy Latina. No me habla así. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know what I mean? So to strip that away, for some women, it's very offensive. Okay. They're like, ah, uh-uh, soy Latina. I'm not, I don't, I know who I am. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. so it's very, so I, it's, it's almost like I gotta know what, 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 where I'm at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, you know, I can, it's hard. It's hard for me to, to, you know, and, and then for me, for, forget about it. I, 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 I don't know. Cause I haven't been a part of those communities where it is, uh, it's not only acceptable, but it's, it's expected, you know, um, because even for men and, you know, I think that some of it is very, is rooted in pride. Uh, it, it, mm-hmm. Essentially all of it's rooted in pride. Mm-hmm. Um, but even so, so is Latinx, you know, um, it's, it's pride of whatever your opinion is, you know? Um, so it's, 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 it's hard. Um, definitely won't use that if you're talking to somebody that's, uh, 35 plus, like, unless they're just like, unless they're in some kind of industry that, it, that demands it of them. I think it's safe to say that even we don't know everything there is to know within our own cultures. So that's why it's so important to maintain a level of cultural awareness, you know, for our own cultures, but then also other cultures that are not familiar to us. You know, there's always nuances that are constantly changing as the younger generations come up and and shake things up and start using new lingo. So that's, you know, cultural intelligence spreads more than just our own personal culture. So the question is, how can we gain cultural intelligence? What is cultural intelligence? I've heard it said that it's uh, the ability to read in between the lines, uh, to know those kind of social cues that are in uh, in context of the culture, um, uh, or the culture that you're aspiring to learn the, a new language in, or just immerse yourself in that culture. And uh, that can be, you know, that can help you with everything from something as simple as uh, getting help like with directions. Now you can learn a new language and learn how to, you know, tell someone your location and where you're trying to get to. Maybe you're trying to hail a cab or something like that uh, and get from point A to point B. And you might be able to do that. Uh, With cultural intelligence, you'll be able to do that with an understanding of how people within that culture operate in those same situations uh and how, so how do they do life um so, so certain things such as um even gender roles uh or like i said social cues that allow you to communicate uh in the culture the way that they would do on a normal day-to-day basis uh with each other and so you know it's basically knowing their position in the culture um, and, and just how to go about, uh, like I said, communicating um, without just looking past the person um, and really uh, engaging with that person, not allowing yourself to use this individual as a means to an end, but to actually engage the person within their culture uh, just as their fellow uh, 
neighbor would do with them on a regular basis. So Lauren, have you had someone to reach out to, you know, reach out to when you needed greater insight? Absolutely. And you know, it it pretty much goes without saying for everyone, ultimately you need friends, you know? You can't be a hermit and, you know, coil up into a ball, but yet expect to learn a new, learn a new language or, you know, really get the necessary immersion in an unfamiliar culture to really gain a confidence to, you know, move and speak in a new language or culture. So you need friends. You need, you need a, you need friends from a diverse um, pool of cultural backgrounds because that's going to be like your firsthand, firsthand, you know, mentor, you know, guide or safe space to make mistakes when you're learning and practicing a new language that's unfamiliar to you. You know, it's like if you have a friend who is uh, from the culture that you're you're curious about, you're interested in being immersed in, if you try to ask them a question and you mispronounce a word, that can totally like dilute the meaning of what you intended to ask or say, or you could end up saying, you, you could end up offending them, you know? But because if you say that, if you say something accidentally that's offensive unknowingly if you say something like that to a friend rather than like a stranger a police officer a teacher an elder you know like where it really like looks bad if you offend like you'll have a safe place to make a mistake and you know that friend will because that friend cares about you they'll be willing to take the time to teach you teach you right from wrong to teach you the do's and don'ts of that culture that language to to debunk any you know preconceived notions that are right or wrong you know that you you came into the language with you know like you just need a safe place you need a friend you need a mentor you need a, a guide you need someone who has the experience and the knowledge of that culture to really be there to be your guide and to to be the safe place for you to make mistakes and to really teach teach you and invest time into teaching you when you make mistakes you know it's it's when for example if someone steps to you and they 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 make a statement or they ask a question that to you should be a no-brainer and like not make any sense of why they would ask you that like if it's something that should be like common knowledge and someone comes to you as if they don't know it at all and they offend you you have the choice in that moment to either have a you know give a teaching moment to really give the person the insight to why they offended you what they misunderstood what their tone communicated incorrectly or you know what exactly was offensive or incorrect about what they said you can give that teaching moment and really invest the time right then and there and address it or you can stay in your feelings, be offended, be frustrated, roll your eyes and be like, I shouldn't have to teach you this and walk away. Like, it's your choice. And, you know, ultimately, if you choose the latter, if you just decide to be like, I don't need to teach you this, you're rude. You know, like if you take that stance and you just walk away, like that doesn't teach anyone anything. That doesn't teach that person what they said incorrectly. And you don't learn anything either because you're just upset and you're offended and you, you just walked away. So it's, it's really important for us to have friends who are willing to invest the time in us to teach and guide us, to teach us 
the do's and don'ts and to really be a cushion, a safe place to come and learn firsthand how to move, you know, how to move and how to speak and, you know, fit in with with that culture that you're you're curious about. Right. And we all know how frustrating it is not to, like you said, fit in, right? Uh, not only can the receiving end become dismissive, but the uh, the person that is also, you know, new to the language and is just really trying to get from point A to point B can then also become dismissive where they're just like, look, I'm just trying to get from here to there. I don't really care about how you do things. And that's just really not fair. You know, that's not fair to the people that you're engaging with. Uh, and so, and, 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 and look, that's hard, right? Uh, you're here maybe in the United States or wherever you're at and you don't, or, you know, wherever your, your, your place of home, what you call home is, doesn't have the, that type of diversity. Um, you don't have the ability to make friends uh, from other cultures um, for the purpose of uh, of, of learning a new language or gaining cultural intelligence. And, and that's when you just really have to get out from under the rock, right? You just have to see what maybe there's, maybe there's neighboring communities. Maybe you might have to take a drive to uh, a more diverse uh, maybe city that has that diversity in population. Um, and if you live amongst um, those surrounding communities, those diverse communities, then you have to become intentional and engage uh, people from different cultures that might be in a neighboring town or a neighboring city. Um, those are going to be like, as you said, those are going to be like the your the people that you're going to be able to, uh, you know, invest time in and and hopefully that they'll reciprocate that and they'll in, invest time in you. Uh, they're going to be your number one resource. You know, don't waste your resource. Uh, and then listen, you might be somewhere that is remote. Uh, where you live is remote to, you know, something that is diverse, a community that is diverse. And um, that's when you got to get creative, you know. Uh, we, we, you know, thank God that we live in a, in a time now where we can, you know, hop on, you know, uh, our computers, our phones, uh, and we can reach out to people all across the world, you know. Um, and I think back to what you were saying, you know, there's 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 people that we're going to need uh, along the way to befriend. But I also believe that there's people that are trying to assimilate into your culture. Uh, so it's it's like a vice versa thing. It's it's uh, one hand washes the other. Uh, and, and like you said, those people uh, will be even more inclined to show grace and to show mercy uh, when we make mistakes because they're making mistakes, too. And so we can learn from each other in that way also. So definitely don't waste your resources, get creative, you know, find out where there's people that, you know, might be uh, trying to assimilate communities, whether they're in neighboring communities or in your own community or online communities. You know, you might have to take the social media route and uh, really, uh, you know, engage them that way, though it might be impersonal at, at the beginning, it could actually uh, turn out to be a great friendship in the end. And you both can learn from each other. 
definitely and once you find your once you find your your group your your tribe where you can really have that safe place to practice to learn from to get get immersed to you know start moving like the other people in that culture then you've just got to keep in mind that you're going to make mistakes you're going to mispronounce things you're going to say something out of context unknowingly you're going to you know you're bound to maybe offend somebody you just you have to rem- have you know have to keep that in mind and you have to keep in mind that you're going to have to give yourself grace and perfectly other people will reciprocate that grace too and be willing to invest in you and, and teach you so i'm sure we all have a funny story of a time where we were in an unfamiliar area amongst a group of, of people who were from a, a different culture from our own and we may have mispronounced something said something out of context and i'm sure there's other funny stories out there like that so in the comments we would love to hear your funny stories or maybe not so funny just some maybe just incidents that you've learned from where you miscommunicated something but we're just curious what have been your experiences where that you've had to learn from leave a comment we'd love to hear write a review let us know what you thought of this episode and if there's anything that you could have related to we would love to know and connect with you there um so until next time esteem others higher than yourself owner